Welcome to the show. <laughs> this guy got a mistletoe belt on. Gosh, that is bad. The whole plane smells like weed. Those were the days. It's a joke, you idiot. Looked in the mirror, I'm like, <laughs> Good old innocent fun. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to Troublemakers, the podcast where each week we bring on a guest and they tell crazy stories about their lives. I'm your host, Dylan Krasinski, coming to you from a beautiful day in Brooklyn. The candles are not lit, but we're still ready to have a good time. With me, as always, is my indispensable co-host, my number two, the man with the plan, Raise a Watney, everybody. Hey, Give it up for him. Dylan, the candles are not lit, but the sun is goddamn shining, and it is another Beautiful day. It's another Wednesday, and you know what that means. It's an all-new Troublemakers uh, that you can find full episodes, full video episodes on you on our YouTube channel, so make sure to subscribe to that, but you can also listen to us. You can do the audio if you're at the gym, you're driving in the car, or you're just, you know, sitting depressed on the train because it's, you know, it's stopped and you got an hour to kill and you want to listen to us, but if you are listening to the audio version, we ask you for a huge favor. Dylan? Big favor. Yeah. Five stars. For just five stars from your finger, uh, you can make two podcasters very happy, and if you're sitting there and you're like, I don't know, this is kind of a uh, 4.8 type of podcast uh those are the stars i want to give round up you know what we're gonna ask you to do is either learn that math lesson from third grade and round up or take your phone and shove it straight up your mother's cunt oh my god i didn't didn't think i was gonna say that i didn't think i was gonna go there i did not think i was gonna say cunt (laughs) two minutes in we are starting strong and we're uh we're starting strong because we have a we have a returning guest of the podcast who uh did the show before i came along he's a good buddy i've had the pleasure of working with him uh doing some comedy on the road over the years please help us in welcoming aaron putnam everybody yo 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 what's up welcome back baby i'm back with uh no covid and i give you six stars did you have covid last time dude that you didn't get it is surprising because now that I'm putting it, first of all, I had a pink polo on and I had COVID. I got a blue one on and now I'm just gay. I don't oh. know. But listen, I got on the JMZ. I should have known when I was just standing there and my coffee dropped out of my hand that maybe I was a little off and it was a little hot out. So I just thought maybe I had the New York humidity going to Bushwick Heat on stroke, the train. Yeah, kind of yeah. like, oh, I'm just a little out yeah. of it. And I left here. Shit. My pants, basically, like I squirted, went, <laughs> got fever, and immediately had to drop all my spots, got a COVID test, positive, felt bad, moved out for the rest of the time I was there at my friend's place into a hotel, and just laid there looking at the new World Trade Center, just shitting and puking, and then I flew with COVID. Oh, <laughs> oh my, my God. God. Call me crazy. I dude. put a mask on and let it roll. Yeah, you're basically like a terrorist at this point. Pretty much, dude. You shit your pants? I do that more often than I'd like to admit anyways. really? Well, it's just from the drinking and from the hot sauce and then the coffee doesn't help. So once in a while, I think I'm, I got, I got a nice little trumpet, but it's like, you can't trust those. No, no. I, I mean, I should have stopped trusting a fart probably when I was 30. Yeah. But now I'm like, that looks like sometimes I feel like it's going to be like a, a drop, drop in a fart. And then like, water. you know, you never know what's going to break where the levee is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes like, is that packed up and I can rip a fart? Or is this one going to go a little, or am I going to have to suck my butt, you know, and you suck it up? <laughs> it almost goes, it does. I can tell if it hits underwear. No, no, I don't. But then, <laughs> but then if I hit underwear, they're going in the trash can at Starbucks, ripped up off one leg, ripped off, and oh, they go in. And, my you're, God. and you're just raw dogging the rest of the day. And, and just till I can get some more underwear. Yeah. Bear wiener and jeans. It's the worst feeling ever. Oh. Yeah. I would never throw away my underwear, mostly because I wear MeUndies, brought to you by MeUndies. Uh, nice. I wish they were a sponsor. Honestly, they should be. They are, they are not, but we should reach out to them because 
I just spent $120 on six pairs of underwear. Oh, yeah. I buy them like every two years. So, But they are the best. This They're is best. a good question. You know what I started doing right when I turned 30 is throwing away underwear and socks with holes in them. I used to save underwear until they were... Like, not even the use anymore. The elastics worn out. Yeah, the holes elastic all is under a big my, thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I get the holes under my balls. It's some it, when big you, balls. You want me to tell you? Thanks, dude. Sorry to keep it on pooping, pooping, but when you sit down on on the toilet, unless you're naked, you're you're doing this. You're, you're moving the the knees out. Yeah. Oh, I shit completely naked. Oh, okay, but you ever if you're no, ever, just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> dude, I used but to. But if for you're a ever down, time. keep those legs together because every time you sit, it's like you know that rubber band's getting less, and all of a sudden they're oh. tight, ripped, and a little frayed at the top. Yeah. You know what doesn't have that problem? But. Me undies. <laughs> the, uh, they are. They're is it the me best. Undies? Me undies. It's me. the best underwear in the game. I I cannot talk more positively about them. Cool. They are unbelievable. Uh, they keep you cool somehow. Nice. Like my, I, I feel like I never. They're stretchy and elastic, but they still mm. hug you, and then they kind of like cradle your dick and balls well, do, do in you, a weird. Are way. they like boxer briefs? Yes. Yeah, yeah. you got to go by. When's the last time you wore actually some tidy? Tidy whiteies. Oh, it, it was never. The, it was the first time I visited New York. It was in 2017. Jesus. And anytime I would go on a trip longer than three days, I had this thing where I would just buy a pack of underwear. Sure, just anywhere. Bodega underwear. I accidentally bought briefs. Throw them and out. I was like, you know what? Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time that oh. I'm a brief guy. Because eventually you do graduate to it as an adult. Well, well you were a tidy whiteies guy for like until you were in your 20s? No, 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 no. I accidentally bought them. Bought the... Like the tidy whitey ver I mean, they were different colors. They weren't whiteies. Oh, you got the Fruit of Looms, red, blue, brown. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and dude. I put them on, and I was like, maybe I could wear these. And they kind of shape you nice down there. You know, they give you that like dad dick look. Yeah, like Broadway Bushwick underwear, like from <laughs> next to, the, next to the, the bodega. They're like, we got Nikes, we got an underwear. Well, no, I bought these at a Macy's, and I was all excited about it. And then I went out one day in the hot New York, like humid oh, yeah, weather, and had like it was that like. Digging in places oh, dude, that didn't you, need to be. There's a skid on those that just it goes all the way. Yeah. It, it was, it, dude. It was brutal. It was one of the worst. Uh -huh. One of the worst, like most uncomfortable days I've ever had in my life. Just walking around in jean a shorts and tight. A friend of mine only wears briefs, but uh, he, his flex is if you got a big piece, like your shit boxers won't keep your shit. I go boxer briefs, same thing. He's like, nah, dude. I need like he needs like a fucking swing. I'm like, shut up. But also boxers. I mean, boxers. Gross, that dude. was me growing up skateboarding. We all wore boxers with big baggy pants, but those things would be ripped fucking like, oh, you know yeah get boxers 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 are just a way for people in your family when you're a teenager to see your fucking dick oh out. yeah <laughs> as yeah. an athlete i need something that keeps it all compressed i yeah. like a compression short in another great I, I i'm very much when i find something i will religiously stick to that yeah I'm so like that. me undies for underwear chubbies for shorts i only wear chubbies, chubbies. Are good, yeah I, that's it uh, and the compression line sports short, that's really, I wear that to every function, every event. I just follow the balls, every summer. the bar stool guys, whatever that guy's wearing. I know it's expensive and yeah. <laughs> like, check out this t-shirt. I'm like, yeah, you get them for free. They're like a hundred bucks. But dude, yeah, dude, the un I wore something a couple weeks ago and everyone was ripping on me because I kept wearing them. I threw on a pair of, uh, I guess they kind of are like nylon men's workout nylons or spandex or whatever yeah. with shorts over it. Yeah. I put that on. And I was just in the right lane, dude. <laughs> dude, dude now I know why a woman like like it. my wife when she has like pantyhose on or whatever you fuck call, but and she never wears underwear. I'm like, oh, that's what it's about. It's like shit's just all nice, <laughs> little breeze, Bre breeze, and just all comfy. Like I feel like anybody fuck me, I got, I'm flexing. God, I'm sorry.
unbelievable. This fucking guy. So fucking Cardinal sin. No respect, (laughs) dude. You know know what the problem was, Feels like Kerrigan's back on the pod. Oh, my God. I quit. Bro, it was a number without a a name attached to it. So you were just... You know what it is? You know who's after me right now? Premier Bank. Yeah. (laughs) Debt collectors. Dude, I I forgot I even had the credit card. I used it one time, and it's been sitting there, and they've been calling me. I think the limit's 300, and they just keep calling, and now I'm just... I don't know what I'm doing. I had a full-blown meltdown on somebody calling me about a credit card that uh, went to collections like four years ago because they called me and I was kind of having a bad day and I answered. This was like two days ago and uh, and they were like, whoa, we can maybe... I was like, I thought I paid that off. And they were like, no, you didn't. And I know I didn't. Yeah. yeah. And, they were, and they were like... They're like, well, we can. You can get on a payment plan now. I was like, I can't pay anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was you know like, you got like ten dollars a month. I was like, I can't pay that. I was like, I just lost my job. My dad died. It was like they hang eight up eight on months you? ago. You know, you got to ask him for a, like an itemized. Uh, I forget what it is. I think it's an itemized statement or something like that. Because the debt collectors don't get that. Yeah. They oh, just get the total amount. So you legally, you're like allowed to ask them. Be like, okay, well, I need like an itemized. I need. I need an itemized bill yeah. from you. Yeah, and well, they won't smart. send it, and then they'll just stop calling. All I know, I mean, I've had some pretty bad jobs over the years, but never have I been desperate enough to do the cold calling that those people have to. And I try to be nice to them because it's not their fault. And they've changed a lot too. Customer service when they're calling to bug you about credit yeah. cards, you'll say one thing wrong, and the, one guy hung up. He goes, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like, <laughs> like they try to get one in there too. They're taking grenades all day, bro. Oh, true. So yeah, I try yeah, to yeah. be nice. Sometimes I answer in a different, like, I'm like, hello, house of ing. You know, I say things like, <laughs> and then I like, oh, yeah. You know, I just go in and I fuck with them. I'm like, yeah, you know, my kid has AIDS or like whatever. Just sit and fuck with them. Yeah. And then they don't, and then they're like, they don't know what to say. If you don't uh, curse, they don't get off the phone. Yeah. So sometimes I was getting calls from those car guys, like your extended warranty kind yeah. of things. And um, they have levels, right? Sure. So I learned that. So I would fuck with them and they would call the first time. And then I would talk and they'd be like, they get all the basic questions. Then they send you to the salesman. And then it's like, I want to waste that guy's time. So get to the salesman. I give all the basic. They're like, what kind of car do you have? And I'm like, oh, Honda Accord. And they're like, okay, I give all the price and everything. They're like, okay, we're going to transfer you to our representative. And then it's like, hello. It's like this douche. And The the way I love to fuck with them too, it's like I'll get, right now I'm getting um, letters saying, trade your car in for 16.5 because they're trying to get used cars. And- I know that they're not, that I'm just, it's by a robot or it's just by numbers. They're not paying attention to what my account is. So I take that initiative to call them and go, are you trying to rub it in my face that I owe 21 on this car and you're going to give me 16? You cunt. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, sorry. I go, so you're acting like you're personable with me. You're not even looking at my account. I get all excited, but I want to pay. Come on, man. Two cunt, two cunt bombs, right? And a third, right there. I know there was four. Within I said it twice. Are we not minutes. allowed to say that anymore? No, we can't. Okay. It's we can just, you know, that. usually, we all, uh, now five. Yeah. Uh, usually Ray doesn't drop one in the first 30 I do, seconds. Dude, I don't know what came over me. I just get, sometimes I get so fired up when I think of somebody sitting at home and they're not going to give us five stars. And it, it fucking yeah. infuriates me. And, and <laughs> I, I didn't mean to bring their mother into it. Well, mother's, mother's cunt is my go-to because it, if I stub my toe or something, mother's cunt, it's just, it's, it's a real like Jesus Christ moment. Yeah. Cheese and crackers. I don't know. It's probably not, it's probably kind of rude. My wife told me not to say it anymore. And I said, male and female. She goes, yeah. I go, ah. I said, I said, I gave it to males. Have you say. ever dropped a, have you ever called someone a cunt? Oh Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Girl and guy for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I've called myself one too. Like I know I'm being a cunt. Fair. Um, you have to say it a little, like some guy was yelling on my street at about two in the morning. I was walking my dog and he kept yelling, but just being drunk or whatever. 
And I just said, uh, shut up, you cunt. And that's a little bit like you're being nice enough and you can get away that's with it. That's not bad at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. So that, Calling a guy that is not bad at all. Six girls across the street thought it was the funniest thing they ever heard in their life. Yeah. Calling a woman that is is like a, the equivalent of slapping a man across the face. Absolutely. And I never would because I would just more, there's easier, there's easier ways I mean, to be effective. I've said it yeah, yeah. one time to a lady. I try not, to, I mean, my wife I and I, I don't, definitely don't talk that way to no. her. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. No, this was a lady. I remember uh, friends. It was friends brought people to my house, had a, like a little after party. And this girl, we set up beer pong and then something happened. And I was like, you know what? Actually, I'm kind of we played a little bit, but then I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of I'm getting tired. So I think we're going to wrap this up. It's like two thirty in the morning yeah. right in Boston. Yeah. And this girl was like, I just I didn't even know her. And she's like, I already set up the beer pong table. We're about to play. And I was like, I know, I'm sorry, but I just, I got to go to bed. I got to wake up. And she literally full can of beer yeah. oh, okay. on the table. You've heard this, right? No, I was just wondering where the cunt was She looked at <laughs> there it is. Dude, she locked eyes with me and goes like, gave me a look and just fucking slid her hand and knocked the beer on the floor. That's how they are. And it hit that like, you know, it just slammed, spilled everywhere. I go, dude, that was pretty cunty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't even. Sad. No, and all the dudes in there were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I go, shut up. Did you call know Maria you, cunt? I go, <laughs> or it's like that whole Boston thing, too. It's like, you think you're better than me? Watch <laughs> this. Oh, doesn't want to play beer pong? Pussy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Dude, I will never forget. I was at a high school football game. When I was in high school, I'm not like still going to high school football games. <laughs> I love Ray just being like, yeah, Friday Night Light style. He'd be like, I'm an investor. <laughs> <laughs> or you just walk around telling We're everyone going how, you know who we got to pick next year to the coach and follow him around. <laughs> I've been watching these junior high boys play. <laughs> and that is quarterback. Johnny's in seventh. On him. <laughs> Johnny's in seventh grade, but oh, hell of an arm. Yeah. Hell of an arm, yeah. Oh, the kid's built like a brick shit house. Uh, I'm so glad I didn't peak in high school, dude. <laughs> no, it's, it's rough, dude. It'll hurt you. <laughs> oh, yeah. As much as I as much as I wanted to have girls like me in high school, I wanted to not hit puberty in like eleventh grade. Dude, yeah. I, pee, I, pee. I got it all back. You had puberty in eleventh grade. Basically, that's sick, dude. I had. I, thanks, brother. Um, you know, I should have listened to my gym teacher who also taught sex ed, Mister Mister Beam. Uh, with his tight sweatpants. He was like, everybody catches up in the end. I was like, I just want one pube. You know, like, dude, I was getting in 10th grade because when I was growing up, you had to shower naked and everybody else was fucking on their way, dude. And I'm just like, I got to get pubes before gym class next week. And it just never happened. And then all of a sudden I got, no, I got hair on my back. It's falling off my head. It's great. But uh, I'm just picturing Mr. Beam calling Aaron in every week to be like, Aaron, let's talk about your pubes. Let's talk about your pubes. You, you know, lack of them. <laughs> one, one Are of they the growing in yet? Show me. <laughs> One of the funniest things I've ever seen in till this day, one of the funniest things that I've ever seen is I was in swimming class in 11th grade and this kid will, we're all in the showers and will posts up on the corner and he's got this big mischievous smile on his face oh, and he no. just takes his shit right in this communal <laughs> shower. And it's like, we're like, all like, ah, ah, we're all running out, but we're all laughing hysterically and we're crying. Dude, we got tears in our eyes. And like the, you know, the teacher had to come in and like, you know, squeegee it out or whatever he had to do. So it was like, an accidental poopy? No, it was, he posted up and like, like, like I'm going to do a poopy. Corner. Yeah, it was like a bit. And oh, then uh, no. a shit bit. And then, <laughs> and then like a week later, this like, because it was so funny and it's never funny the second time. Like the hangover too is not nearly oh, as funny yeah, as the yeah, first yeah. hangover. No, this, this too kid, long. This kid, Mike is like, I'm going to try to do it. 
and he posts up and he just like just the littlest of shit came out of his butt and hit the <laughs> ground and everybody just started making fun of him like, oh like what did that come out of your pussy what is it? we don't up, know what anything shit? is but yeah yeah a cat my cat poop they kept saying he shit they were like oh you shit like a girl oh, dude, dude. I, i'm just picturing him fucking pushing it down the drain with his feet yeah, and breaking just, it up I, i'm like, assuming no. this guy is dead but i worked with a guy when i was like 14 and he was like 20 we thought he was 100 because he when you're that young yeah and he was an alcoholic he made pizzas at this place bilbo's we had sandwiches named like the bilbo fagin bagging or whatever it's called oh, named geez. after the whole hobbit yeah. i didn't mean to say it like that way whatever yeah 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 that's <laughs> what that's, hey listen it had, the sprout, name of the sandwich, it, it had sprouts on it um but uh he goes dude he was like drunk and like it should have been the first time i realized what alcoholism alcoholism does to your gi track and everything yeah he was bitching and getting all irate and then all of a sudden a little fucking rock hard turd just rolled out of his jeans oh my god and nine skateboarders are standing there just we're just destroying him like, <laughs> and then we, i think we grew we drew dicks on his head that night when he's passed out <laughs> cold cuts i mean mean shit way before jackass which oh, i never dude. want to be that way but uh, man i was like that was a weird hard turd that he had no no uh digestion going on that's Grab that's like tough, pebbles, pebbles. Being a twenty-something-year-old hanging out with sixteen-year-old skateboarders—that's a tough 14. life. Drinking, drinking yeah. with them. What we do at we um, wash the dishes. Well, we threw them away mostly. We got so <laughs> we were like the world of plates, and they found them all in the trash because we had ready to go skating. Get out! Know, we were working like four to seven. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we're in there. We're eating everything. We're doing like it's bad. But uh, he was like he would buy his beer. And then he drank with us at, at a truss. You know what a trussle is? Like they have those in PA, like by the train. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, where I grew up, it's like going out of the trussle. That's where you get all the so funny. finger banging and the keg, keg stands and all that. But yeah, dude, he used to drink with us. Jim LeClaire, he can't be alive. <laughs> if you're already shutting down then, yeah, he's. No, he's, he's going to. He's, he's, gonna, he's, he's gonna, by the trestles right now with some new 14-year-olds. And Jim LeClaire in Detroit, Michigan, where is he? He's got to be from yeah. Canada. Or yeah. you're going to be getting a, you're going to get a DM being like, hey, I actually got my life together. And, yeah, um, thanks. I have I'm three sorry children. about uh, all those things I did uh, yeah. around you guys. It was you know, very embarrassing. I actually just uh, messaged Ira Glass. I'm going to be on This American Life talking about it. <laughs> you, you, know what he, you know what he loves <laughs> like, about fuck. working at that restaurant? What? Is he gets older and the dishwasher stays the, the same. same. Age, all right, baby. all right. <laughs> He's just having a fucking blast. He had long, dude. stringy blonde hair, and of course, he played in a band. You know, oh, I forget yeah. some like Slayer wannabe could do, but he was just like, why? He looked like the weird, like, um, you had the little wiry round glasses and the long string. He looked like what he had from the young ones. John oh, Lennon. Yeah. yeah. John Lennon. He was probably trying, yeah, was, yeah, close enough to then to be like, yeah. Dude, the, the first job I ever had was like on the books, was a dishwasher when I was like 14. And I quit after two months. Mm -hmm. Like I like I did the uh, like just stop showing up. Had my mom go pick up my last paycheck. Oh, yeah, that move. Yeah, like a like a real coward. Missed those days. And I remember a girl working there was like, oh, I can't believe you did that. That was just so unprofessional. It's like yeah, I'm 14. I would hope I'd be pretty fucking unprofessional. You know what's unprofessional I'm is unprofessional. that you're here and your kids are in the booth because you don't have a babysitter. Yeah, like <laughs> who gives a shit? Yeah. It's hard dude, to give him respect. Dude, the amount of times I remember I used to, I remember one time uh, working at the DA's office. I just said this last episode, but working there, uh, this woman comes in who was known in, uh, she was coming in, she would come in as a victim a lot of times, yeah. but then sometimes a defendant. Sure, sometimes sure. she would just hang out, it felt like. And one time <laughs> she was a witness on a case and I had to like beg her to come in. I had to really work to like make this real. And she was very like, "What's up, sweetheart?" And oh, I'm like, no. "Okay." <laughs> I love this is a lady. She threatened to punch me in the face the first time we met. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Real. 
salt of the earth, you know? And I remember she comes in and she's like, I can't stay. My kids are in the car. I go, right now? I go, it's July. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. I go, go, go get your kids. Bring them in. Come on. Yeah. And then she goes outside. I Five minutes go by. The judge is like, hey, where's your, are you going to do this trial? Where's the, we're where's the do witness? This trial thing? And I was like, she, I go, judge, uh, she left her kids in the car and she, I just told her to go get her kids yeah. and bring them in. I, can I go check? So I go downstairs and the security guard's like, oh yeah, she left like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Dude, what if, the, what if the judge was like, Fuck. it just answered you like, she, she got her kids in the car? Yeah, we see it a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I walk upstairs. I go, I think there was some miscommunication. She laughed, and he's like, he knows who she is. And he goes, yeah, uh, dismissed. Dismissed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Fuck. yeah. Fuck, man. It's yeah. a hard job. It was, yeah. Have you, I don't know this about you, Aaron. I know, I know, you, I know you've had some of your, uh, your your drinking and partying days, but did you ever get in trouble with, with Johnny Law? I did. Um, s- sadly, but, uh, because a friend ratted me out. Because uh, they're young. Really? The thing is, you can't really... You can't really uh, like blame a kid when they're like 14, 15 for like, you know, tell us who else was with you. But uh, my mom can, my mom's still, it's named, it's my friend, Joey. My mom's so, you know, holds it against him. She's not a Karen. She's a crystal. Does that make any sense? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, so, weirdly, I don't know, but I do. <laughs> yeah, know. I knew exactly like what Like if, if you were going to name your Karen and Lululemons, what are you going to name? What's crystal going to be doing? Crystal's got a cigarette in the house. Yeah. 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 A cool with a K. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she picked me up and she goes, what happened? And I told the whole story and she goes, wait, he did what? And she's still, he's a lifelong friend. She's been calling him a snitch ever since. She goes, <laughs> and he's like, and I'm like, my mom still, she refers to you as the snitch. Um, but yeah, what happened is so stupid because I'm not a thief, even when I was in my worst drug addiction and everything. But we were drunk and I still lived in Michigan, young, I was 15. And we saw three boxes of t-shirts in a uh, in a car with tie dye, like oh, for skateboarders, yeah. we hate hippie. We were like, what are we going to do with this? Burn it. Like we had nothing to do with it. This dummy, uh, we said, we're going to never wear it. We throw it out. He's wearing one around town. Oh my! God. And what is she, what is he here? Stop. I made that t-shirt. <laughs> and long story short, uh, about two hours later, I'm busting tables at Chi Chi's. I don't know if you guys remember yeah, Chi-Chi's. Yeah, they, they had the outbreak. Yeah, they had the dysentery, yeah. yeah. Uh, they had, And they also had about four lunatics that were 14 working there, burning each other with hot knives on the neck and just oh. not doing anything besides chips flying in there because we're not working, you know, just yeah. hanging out. It was great. But uh, he, he called me, the cop goes, this is Officer Langdon. I remember his name, actually, because wow. he used to give me skateboard tickets. too. That's how small this little area was, even though it was a shithole. Yeah. And uh, he goes, don't try to lie. Uh, your friend told me all about it. First, so I was like, all right, went in, thought we were both going to get probation or whatever. Long story short, they said, be really honest about your upbringing. So I told them the whole story, just like this, this, my mom, blah, 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 blah. I thought it was going to help me. They go, yeah, he's had a pretty fucked up life. I think he needs a lesson. So they put me in uh, juvie for four days. Uh, oh my God. Right before Christmas. So you missed Christmas? Yeah. Holy shit. At 14? Yeah. Oh and, my God. Uh, and my, my roommates... Uh, my roommate there, uh, racist, redneck, and everybody else was of color pretty much that was in there. And there was a lot going on like, what's up, man? Like, I had Doc Martens on, and they kept going, are those penitentiary boots? I go, <laughs> I don't know, because it was the 80s. I don't know, late 80s. I don't know what, what fucking TV show was out that had the reference for them. But yeah. I go, they're Doc Martens. They look like penitentiary boots. I said, I know. Say it again, motherfucker. But anyways, they left me alone because I was, you know, they're like, oh, you got any little debit? Same thing as in like regular county jail. There's everyone's like trying to get commissary shit. Yeah. Because if, or this one guy, oh, oatmeal, you're not going to eat it. 
that really sticks with you all day. I'm like, I know. Just, everyone's on repeat. And my roommate was just this racist, calling everybody names, like bad ones. Yeah. And then he was what like. What kind? Okay. Nah. <laughs> uh, okay. Names of jungle animals, weird oh, stuff. Geez. And I go, someone's got to stab this guy. But it uh, never happened. But uh, he uh, also, I told him where I lived, where neighborhood I was from. He goes, oh, they got the best crack. <laughs> but, and then, long story short, I got a bill. I go, oh, Juvie's a hotel. So they, I never paid it. But um, shout out to Ingham County uh, Juvie. Yeah. That's insane. 42 a day in like the late 80s. They sent you a bill? Yeah. For Holy like, for like 200 bucks. Wow. And not to keep going down, downer, downer, but uh, my mom didn't pick me up because she's also, because she's a crystal. And I had to ride home with a nice mom who picked her kid up from Juvie at like six, they let you out ASAP, like yeah. 6 a.m. She had a broken window and it was winter and we just drove in the back and then she just dropped me off and I came in and my mom was asleep. I'm like, thanks for picking me up. Oh my God. <laughs> I supposed dude. to get diversion. You know about that. Yeah. It's supposed to be diversion. And then uh, later on in life, like, they said, do you have a record? I go, absolutely not. And they go, well, there's something here. It's closed. I go, then why are we talking about it? Yeah, right. What, what is diversion? What, uh, was that the first time you got in trouble with them too? Um, that's, oh, sorry. That's the part I missed. I, um, the reason I did the four days and um, uh, the little snitch didn't is because I, uh, at, uh, I got in a fight at one, one time before that because we used to skateboard down in this plaza. That's, that's also crazy. And we drink and then all the other kids from different high schools would come and, you know, skateboarders all together, whatever. And something happened, I was fighting some dude and then some cop grabbed my shoulder and I didn't know it and I didn't swing at him but never been thrown down f- quicker in my life than by or a like cop pushing him like, off yeah or and then they they had my arms back here where they're like I think they broke my fall knowing we're not going to break his face but it was like and then like scrape me on I was like this is bad yeah yeah so that's it only time damn everything else up well I do have a couple warrants right now for uh, some speeding tickets do you really do I refuse to pay um I keep my no it's in Indiana dude uh, that's gonna fuck you yeah, it's got to pay it, those, dude, dude. It comes back. Okay, so you're saying, let me ask you. You're clean, sober. Yeah. Haven't been in trouble in years. That's my. So, what kind of trouble? Just pay it, right? The O.R. You got to right? fucking pay that. The yeah. O.R. me, right? I mean, if you, I guess. It's in Indiana. If I'm in New York. Speeding tickets, I mean, but if you get, I, I doubt they'd like I know, extradite I'm, you for a speeding ticket. But if you get even stopped anywhere, yeah. you never know. Well, let, let, me ask, know. let me ask you this. I've been stopped twice and. It, they came back so quickly. Do you think they just ran my plate and didn't really run my license? Because maybe it's not popping up. But my boy that's a lawyer in Shiawassee County in Michigan, because this is what happened. When I first moved back from New York and I started doing comedy and uh, I was in Michigan for a little bit, I I didn't know why I had a warrant. I got stopped by the state police. And they mm-hmm. go, dude, I know you're going to show. I'm letting you go. Just so you know you have a warrant from, from New York State. I go, what? Took me forever. No one could tell me why I finally found DMV. Yeah, we put a lien on your license because you owe state taxes. Uh, so I called and paid that, got my license back, but then not on purpose, but I, the, the DA at the place goes, I want to know why this happened before I even let you pay the speeding ticket. So then I just kept letting it go and I wasn't in Michigan again. And now it's been five years. Damn. You could always, I mean, it's not well, criminal. Yeah. It's not criminal. So what do I do? Call them and just say, Hey, dude, you could call them or also like, you know, just turn myself you, in. No, no, you no. But that's what I'm saying. I would hire a lawyer at worst case scenario. I'd hire a lawyer to go sure. to court for you and just take care of that's it. That's what I'm going to do because but you could probably just call them and yeah. see like how much you need to pay and do all that. Because I just wanted to pay the speed. I think I'm in a lot of trouble too. Why? I, I, I have, I, I owe, uh, man, I, Jesus I, it's okay. It's okay. Right? Yeah. Let's fucking air out all this well, on a podcast. <laughs> well, I, I, I have an, I, I had an easy pass that I didn't know wasn't working. Because it was no longer linked to my bank account. Oh, I got that too. And I was driving all over the place. So now I'm in collections 
from like six different states of Easy Pass. Jesus, I definitely. And, and it's that. too difficult for me to, um, because I'll call them and they'll be like, "No, that's turned over to this collection agency. You got to yeah. pay through them." And then when you call the collection agency, they're like, "Yeah, that's going to be like three hundred dollars." And I'm like, "It was a fucking nine dollar toy." Well, that's I, what they I do just, in Illinois. Dude. I just refuse to do it. If you miss a ninety, yeah. I also had my car booted twice in three weeks. In two different states. Yeah, you need to not have a car, Ray. You need yeah. to get rid of that well, car. Well, dude, the, the thing is, I've only yeah, I, I only got work. towed once in New York when I had a Civic here back in the, before I moved, and and went Brooklyn Navy Yard is where they used to do it uh, by there. Yeah. They, once you get there, they put you on a bus to get you to your car. That's how many cars are in there. I am on a payment plan though. Yeah, I mean, I am I'm, on a payment plan with with uh, with New York City uh, paying my tickets. That's so, what I do too. So, I'm, I, so fuck smart. Off. Oh, smart. fuck off! You know, you're a pro- you're not a prosecutor anymore. So stop prosecuting at me, Dylan. But I appreciate I'm not, I appreciate you your advice. My, no, my me. friend Nick, who's a lawyer as yeah. well, and comic. A lot of comics are lawyers, and they're good at yes. comedy because I think you got to be smart to they're do comedy assholes. too. Yeah, but analytical. Yeah, and my friend Nick goes, "Yeah, yeah. dude, I just because he goes in, he works in that office, he brings clients." And he goes, you still got a warrant. It's not active. Meaning it's like they just, if they, when they find you. Yeah. There's a difference between having a warrant for a speeding ticket and having a warrant for no, a no, murder. No, I would, know, I, would like, I would account for everything. I just know that it's going to eventually happen. I just hope I don't have anybody in the car with me. That's like a bigger comic. that's going to be mad at me for the rest of their life. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Kelly with yeah, me. I get, I get arrested. They're not going to, they, you get a warrant for murder. I asked Derek, I asked Drescher. He goes, oh, don't are you dude? Don't are you? Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would be fine. You, they're not gonna. They probably wouldn't even arrest you. They would maybe just like let you know. It's like having a warrant for jury duty. Exactly. But like a lot of these, I, like, I'd like to clear it up. You don't live in the area. Like I always get nervous that they're gonna send. I don't live in Massachusetts anymore. But like, what if they sent a jury notice? Yeah. To Massachusetts, yeah. I don't get it. Then all of a sudden, you have a warrant for jury duty. You know, even though I'd love to do jury. You know duty. what's tough for me is I hate being on the phone. Yeah, it's super hard, Ray. Like really, Ray. Ugh. But you're right about the thing with the Easy Pass. Whatever you have, a High Pass or Easy Pass here. Easy Pass. So, and we have High Pass. Long story short, they got one step in the present and one step in the '80s because you have to call. You can't just add money through an app. So when yeah. I called, I go because I'm I'm just going through the ones paying cash or the ones that I just go through. I'm getting all kinds of they're ninety cents, but if you don't pay them, they make it twenty nine, twenty and nine and twenty twenty yeah. and ninety cents. And then they add more and more and more and more and more. Dude, I've done I've done jury duty before. I w- I never I'll never get picked for a jury. Maybe a civil one, Dude. but like um, my wife, I would love to. my wife never can because uh, I mean, sad her her uh, brother was murdered, and oh. right there you don't have to do. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I mean it's not to, it's not to bring bring everyone yeah. down. I just meant that she's like, well, you know, I don't have to ever ju- if you have any kind of hey. pre-existing shit. pros and cons. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. All I know is it's a waste. <laughs> the benefit, it's pretty yeah. much a waste of time because you know you're not going to be on a juicy case probably. Dude, I w- I w- maybe civil stuff. Or there's, yeah. you know those people that are on juries are like. One have nothing to do, and they're like, they're giving us a hotel. Sick. Is there a pool? Well, ours got settled. I was it's so like, what? pissed. I got selected, oh. and then they end up settling like that afternoon because uh, I, don't, I don't even know the details of the case. But my work that I hated so much was paying me to be there. It's the best, and I was getting like you know lunch money from you know the being on the jury. Yeah, but it was so Dude, like that me of like watching that jury duty show. It's so crazy. Like I, I know it's like, you know, they're actors, but when I was in that jury, everybody was so like, like there was one dude that didn't sit the entire time because he said he had back problems. There was another like redneck. <laughs> they're dude. on the hustle. Yeah. There was another redneck dude in there. He was, he was like, man, he's like, I ain't dude. 
I hope this doesn't last till Wednesday. I'm taking my kid to see Nickelback. Or, or yeah. <laughs> and then and then there was a nut. There was like two older people. One older lady lived in a nudist colony, and she was like talking about like you know just being naked and being comfortable being naked all the time. And then this little like this other. <laughs> I'm dude a good judge of that, character. <laughs> this dude that was like ten years older than her goes. He's like, oh, you can do that. He's like, I wouldn't last there, man. I wouldn't last there. I'd be harder than Japanese arithmetic. Like, <laughs> oh you know, my god. And then, she, and then she's like, it's not like that. She's like, it's not purely sexual. He's like, oh, if I was there, it would be purely sexual. <laughs> and then there was just like no me. motive. It was me and one other dude around my age, and it was kind of that thing, like, like you know when like wild, weird shit is happening in the world, and then you just kind of make eye contact with that one other person that is normal. Just yeah, yeah, the guy's yeah, just yeah. gone, and you're like, we're in it now. You know? <laughs> but it was, the, it was yeah. The other man. the other ten people are like, uh, I'm giving plasma later today too. Yeah. Like anything, like when they're just like, what are they paying us thirty two a day in a hotel? Shit, I haven't been to Hampton Inn That's since I had my shit together. Dude, there's a nudist beach on Long Island. Did you know that? Yeah, really. It's uh out by Robert Moses. And we used to go as like kids. We would go. This is like classic Long Island kid going to Robert Moses. We're like 12, 13, 14. And you would go to the beach and you would be, oh, we're going to go take a walk. And you would walk down into like the nudist beach. And then you would just be like, oh, look, at they're all naked. I was so immature too, dude. I did in San Francisco out by under the Golden Gate Bridge is where um, a lot of the gay men would go and cruise and they would lay out on the beach. um, How do you know that? Because we went there specifically to yell from the bushes, hey, cock on the rocks, cock on the rocks. Dude, I was so immature as a skateboarder. Yeah. Oh, my God. But they just owned that beach, but it was like right under the bridge. They're just like walking around naked. I'm like, this is wild. Yeah, and my dog. Let it swing, you know. Our dog, my dog was with me, and I let him off the leash for a minute. And, and two, <laughs> he just, comes, comes back with he's a like a bad, He's like a badger. No, but he, like all of a sudden, I see two guys just run, run out of the bushes. Like naked, like he he disrupted a bang session. Oh my god! He comes, <laughs> comes back, condom hanging out of his. Jar. Yeah, yeah. It was like, and I swear to God, I, I'm not making this up. It was like a a little wiry Asian guy that I, and then the, a big dude just kind of got up, and the, but the other guy like scattered. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, I'm sorry, we finished. <laughs> oh, was He's bad. like, was it nighttime? One of us was. What was it? Nighttime. Uh, no, it was like uh, about 4.30 in the afternoon. And then another park up by the Hate is where they, they cruise in all these parks. And uh, we were just, wa- a bunch of us were drinking after skating, like sitting down. And I heard some guy yell from the back. He goes, you better watch it. There's a hundred of us out here. <laughs> we're like, this is back in the 90s. Where it was just like, we know, no, it wasn't like any kind of slur or being like, problematic towards a homosexual is just like they're up there we're just kids and we're just like what are you doing man oh shit all right dude well, it would be funny if, if, if we don't know anyone a, gay yet we're like just skateboarders it would be funny if it was like a heterosexual random orgy just happening with there, yeah. there's less of that are. random cruising orgy stuff for some reason in the heterosexual community that's because gay dudes are fun yeah man they're ready you know? to in the, yeah there's way less cruising that's that's the whole thing. It's hard for a can you a straight guy just cruising Could around. Could you imagine for girls? if guys do it? Yeah, but it's so difficult. I mean, the game you have to have, like a gay man has to another gay guy when they walk in a room and just the, the look goes and they go sup and then they that's disappear for it. ten minutes. I that's mean, it. that only happens in movies to straight people. Yeah, yeah. dude, you come out you know, Ray Donovan style. You're have like, you ever heard? <laughs> have you, he's always against the wall. <laughs> Have you ever heard a girl, have you ever heard a woman or a girl be like... Showtime. Yeah, sex, like, wait, real quick. Sex in shows is ridiculous. I hate it. Crazy. Dude, yeah. I hate watching it. Wife's, my wife knows. I go, get the sex off the TV. 
You know what my biggest, I don't like it. You know what my biggest problem with sex, sex in movies and shows is, is that no, they'll, they'll it's have not you. They'll, yes, <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they'll have sex in the bed, and you know it's clearly nobody put on a condom because you don't see yeah. that. And then they finish, and the guy just rolls over, and they just lay there, bro. And uh, yeah, what are they you don't doing? Do that? With, what are they doing with that jizz? Yeah, What's going on with that jizz? Ray's like every time I'm done, I uh, yeah have a sandwich. Have a no. sandwich. Well, well, yeah, you should. But no, you you pop up. No cookies. You get you got you got to refuel. You got to refuel. For the next one. Oh, someone in a new relation, not a new relationship, but uh, but you got to but you got to pop up and you got to wipe. You wipe I don't pop up again. Oh, okay. they, oh, they don't do a wipe. Another thing in the too, it's like you know they could just spend a little more time on the scene and give it a second for the pants to come off instead of like. In seconds, it's in like that. All the shit yeah. they're doing, no, no panties at the side. What's going on with? To this? be honest, I think they Who's should the just stylist not on the show include it at all. It, it does. It's I not think part it of the story. Just be not in. It's not part of the I story. Like the, no, I, I like. You know where the I'm protagonist different. is when it's like that in porn. That's when it should be there. The I protagonist it, is fucking. No, you know what I like? I like it. Uh, you know the implication that it's happening. Yeah, and then they cut, and then they're like, like a French putting movie, their, putting their clothes on. Yeah, or whatever. like a little so that, like gives you a little mental note, and then yeah. it's classy. Yeah. I want to. I want to see everything from you know the the beginning, full pen, and then I want to see them clean off, and then have an awkward conversation after. What are they talking about? I don't know. It depends on how far along the two characters in the movie are in their relationship. You know, maybe, you know, they're like, hey, maybe one time we could do that and leave it in and think about having kids. Or maybe yeah, yeah. or maybe they're like, ugh, I gotta go, hey, I gotta go catch the butt. You're like, yeah. you're like oh, are you pro-choice? <laughs> you know, hey, I, hey, that'll uh, be $65, you know? Like I that. hung out with a lady and um, she referred to that time as honesty hour. Honestly, and I was like, that's <laughs> so funny. Because <laughs> she goes, everybody's just like, very honest for yeah. an hour. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Honesty hour. Yeah, yeah. You know, all of a sudden, I, you know, you hook up with a girl that I can finally be like, you know, I actually do love Joe Rogan. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've had to hide that for months, uh, but I love him. <laughs> you just come, you roll over, you're like, I voted, now that I I voted s- for Trump twice. Now that I see that we have a connection, don't <laughs> lie, I noticed the buckle of <laughs> I'm a Republican and <laughs> That's oh. when you drop, yeah, that's when you drop the hunt. So, about Andrew Tate, I'm actually, I think he's got some good points. And so, I just redid like, my Ugh. bio on OkCupid, okay just read it, that's my new. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I, inter- I interrupted you to talk about sex in movies. You're about to say something profound. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I do remember. It wasn't, it, you know, cruising, cruising. When women brag about, this is a pet peeve that I have now. Yeah. When women brag about how much they get laid. Cat call too or no? No, like, no. Like, just being like, well, I like talking about like, oh yeah, I, I have sex with so many guys. It's like, yeah, man, that's easy. Yeah, that's yeah. easy. And I did see someone say it, and it was like one of those you know interview shows or whatever where it's like all these women they're like, I get laid. You know, I've slept with a hundred guys, and the guy's like, yeah, that's easy for a woman. How many of them want to marry you? <laughs> and it's, it's the coldest thing, but it's true for a guy. The equivalent of sleeping with a lot of women is for a woman, the equivalent is like getting in a relationship. Sure, That's the, getting a guy to commit to a relationship is as difficult as getting, uh, being a guy and sleeping with Yeah, because we're from Mars and they're from Venus and all that shit. If you were a girl, do you think you'd be a whore? Uh, Until I got uh, my confidence as a human being, yeah. You would be? I was a whore because um, I had uh, low self-esteem. Oh, it's true. The people that talk about fucking all the time and doing like, and not having, not that like you have to be in a monogamous relationship, but mm. it's like, dude, I, bl- I smash everything. It's like, yeah, you got a hole there, dude. Yeah. Like work yeah. on it. Yeah. Well, they're, well, they're doing it because it's their only form of like self-gratification. Yeah. Well, I mean like, and you know, it, it sucks to be raised that way, but like 
that was the first way that I knew how to show love or attention to a woman. So it was like, oh, she buckled. She likes me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, I'm working, girl. I'm working. <laughs> I bet Dylan, you'd be a prude. Prude? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I had a good childhood as yeah, a girl. Yeah. I'd uh, probably, you know, just not wanting to. Yeah, I'm uh, friends with my dad still. I bet you'd lose your, <laughs> I bet you'd lose your virginity like your senior year of college as a girl. And probably then, save it for marriage. And honestly. then lose it to your <laughs> husband. And then he, and then he would fucking oh, whoa, cheat whoa, on you. Whoa. Yeah, maybe. Dude, <laughs> I don't know. cheat on you halfway into the marriage. Yeah, That's a lot it, of diagnosis. Probably not, dude. Because I'm, uh, you know, I'd be a great wife, dude. I'd be uh, just a fucking slam pig. I just being yeah. crushed. Yeah, I don't mind. I being, believe that. I don't mind being low status in the house as long as I'm not paying the bills. Then I mean, I want the whole kit and caboodle. Ray, Ray would be. If I'm your bitch, then dude, I don't have a schedule. I would. I would have a fucking OnlyFans. I'd be. I'd be such a. Schedule. I would have an OnlyFans. I think I for should. Sure. I'm a pretty good producer. Maybe I should be giving people a little nudge, and I'll manage their their OnlyFans. <laughs> I'll be like, dude. I mean, why aren't you out there? <laughs> why aren't you uh, out there yeah dude that's not a bad thing or why aren't you like using that heat from that whomever you may be mm-hmm. and putting it in like let's do it in that you know let's figure it out you yeah. know what i mean i don't know um all right we we you have a hard out hard out right we I got s- like 10 minutes yeah 10 um, minutes yeah uh okay i we haven't talked but i don't know if we talked about this last time we were on or you were on but what do you have a the drunkest i've ever been story Yes, because um, I re- always well, I have so many, but like for for me, it's the ones that still resonate because I'm lucky that I didn't get prosecuted. I'm lucky, like yeah. you know, I'm alive, all that stuff. So I worked at a bar called Puck Fair, which is a between it used to be between Lafayette and Houston, right on the corner okay. where the gas station is, right there, a big building now. And uh, I was a bartender, and then my, Eladio was my uh, bar back, and you know it was one of those slow nights. You're there till four a.m. And we started drinking at like 10. So by four, blacked out. And uh, we decided to lock the door and stay in and drink, do coke. And then we just started breaking shot glasses against the wall. (laughs) Yeah. And then we passed out behind the bar. Like I woke up to the the owner like there. Irish dude. Nice guy too. But those guys don't play. Like they came over here to make money. Yeah. Construction, bars, and they fucking. And he (laughs) he picked me up like off the ground and then like drop me behind outside of the bar. And then he was actually cool about it later. He goes, you got a problem? I go, yeah. Oh, damn. And the bar damn, back dude. just booked. <laughs> he, just he had a lot more on his plate cause I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you keep working there or no? Uh, I begged for my job for a very long time, but every time I would do it, I'd be hammered. Oh. I'd come in at like 11 o'clock at night and be like, dude, I'm good. And he's like, just you know, give me the job back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just that whole thing. It's yeah. like, I mean, yeah. So that was one of the worst ones. There's, what year was that? That was 2007. Oh, damn. Yeah. I was in it pretty hard into the addiction a little damn. harder than I needed to be. But like, I see it all the time with other people. It's like, if you're an alcoholic or a drug addict, your life will never make sense until you stop. Yeah. Cause, cause it's that thing. Like I can do it. Like you think we show up all the time, but what condition do we show up? And that's another thing was we work real hard. We're like, I'm here. Cause I have no money. <laughs> and I didn't take a shower. <laughs> you know what I mean, and that's like that, that people would rather trade someone that's not as good at what they yeah, do. Just yeah. be like, dude, you're loaded, man. Like, Meaning like you're the, too much going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like a thing where you were talking about breaking the shot glasses. Yeah. Is I found myself when I would get so drunk is you just have that like, 
no tomorrow, Ray. No tomorrow. That's what I was doing. It's like, for what reason? He was such a nice guy, too. Yeah. I ended up paying for everything later and all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah. He didn't even really care, but he's just like, what would make me think? The place is loaded with cameras. There's like bottles of booze in there that cost $1,000 or whatever, and I got the keys to the place. You think they're not watching me? He probably saw me and waited till the morning or something. Anyways, and what made us throw the glasses? I don't know. It was so Dude, stupid. You know what, though? That's Sometimes you just things get rolling and fun yeah. things happen, yeah. and in the moment, it's so fun. Yeah. I remember we stayed in Atlantic City once. We stayed for a week, which is about oh. four days too long. Four yeah. days. You, know? yeah, yeah. you need Holy three shit. days in Atlantic City. We stayed a week, seven days, dude. Oh, my God. Seven days. This was, I was already working after law school. Oh, my God. I took a week to go down to Atlantic City my first year with all my <laughs> friends. It was all my guy friends and then the girl, like the female group of friends that we were all friends with. So it was like 12 of us in a house, right? Yeah. Off the off the strip, like in a home. And I remember we had so much fun. But the last night we're there, we all got so drunk. And me and my friend Mel, I'll say her name. It doesn't matter. We start taking all the food, the leftover eggs and everything. Uh-huh. And we're just like, we, we're not going to take this with us. So we just start throwing the eggs as hard as we can at the fridge. <laughs> Yeah. Which was so funny, and it was just one of those things where, like, you know, when you do something, it yeah. gets a laugh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you do it again, it gets a bigger laugh, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. was just every egg that just like exploded, just was funnier and yeah. funnier. It's gonna stick; it won't come off. And then my buddy, my buddy Steve, comes down here, and he's like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" He'd been asleep for like two hours yeah, at this Jesus point, Christ. dude. The next day, we cleaned it all up, and like there were little dents and dings oh. in the fridge. We had to pay like three hundred dollars extra. That was no, shitty. It's, it's a weird yeah. judgment. Like I don't know. And all of a sudden, I was real resentful towards the bar for no reason. It was just yeah. like it was one of the, you know that got around too. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have a job for because I was like a very oh, yeah, so small stupid. community. I was in a demand, but I was definitely like a bartender that would always work at the new hot spot. Yeah, and then they were like, "He's great at his job, but watch it." Uh, what they say, be like, uh, that you look a little happy drinking that club soda. Like, if they see me, like, if you're drinking a club soda, you're just like a little sip. I'd have my, you know, like I'm yeah, sculling yeah. my drink. They're like, we got it. Aaron's hot. We got it. We got a live one. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, I did this thing one time where my, I run into these two buddies that I hadn't seen in a long time at this like neighborhood bar. And we start really like getting after it. And they're like, hey, come back to our place because they live together and have some more drinks. We're drinking. And then, uh, my one buddy's like, hey, do you want to do uh, the demolition derby tonight that we were talking about doing? And I was like, what? what? He's like, yeah, I'm trading in my car in two days. So we are thinking about just driving around and doing some mischief shit. We're like 25, 26. Oh, that's too so old. So we hop in this car. I'm in the back seat. So we're just driving around, hitting uh, garbage cans that are out for garbage night. We're oh, yeah. running onto people's porches because it was right after Halloween. And we're smashing pumpkins. And we're doing all this Dude, crazy shit, driving through yards. And then I was the one that fucked it up because we're driving and we're going and we're all doing this crazy shit. We're all amped. It's like, yeah, what's next? What's next? And I just take one of the back doors while we're driving and I swing it open just as there's a parked car there. Oh. And it just bashes oh the car. Oh, my God. You hear, you hear like the glass shatter of the of the taillight and then the door swing back shut and everybody just got silent and was like. <gasps> and my buddy driving was like, all right, we went too far. We <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about vandalism when you're younger, too, because. Another thing we used to do, I had this friend that used to, he was like, we're terrorizers. <laughs> John Willingham, he was in the, he's a, 
he said, I had to break up with him in like ninth grade. I go, dude. You, you. No, I was like, I'm a skateboarder now, and you're a fucking nerd. Um, but no, because he would always do crazy. Like, you know, he'd shoot me with a BB gun. He was one of those kids. Like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. You know, like, he yeah. he collapsed some guys, threw a guy in a bush. So long story short, he used to go, we're terrorizers, and he'd go, row, kick you, row, kick you, like he's an idiot. Yeah. yeah. But he um he freaking used to wear a wetsuit like around the neighbor, and we'd go terrorize. So, but uh, anytime, anytime, <laughs> I, awesome. it's always good when you're terrorizing people well, with a trademark. Well, he'd, and he'd go, row, yeah, yeah. but we'd be walking. I'd never know when he was going to decide to do something. So I always had my adrenaline going to run. Yeah. And one time, like he made sure the people in the looked out their living room window and he goes, and then he threw something at their window and I wasn't ready to run. Oh I, my yeah. God. And I got caught like I, cause I, my oh, legs man. were jello and he was just like a terrorizer. So he was able oh, to get man. out. Yeah. dude. Good God. I mean, the thing is if that happened, if kids were doing that now, if they weren't on their, their keyboard confidence, they're out doing terrorizing like we were. I don't know how I'd handle that. I'd be like, yeah. I know I did this too, or I'd probably hold and tie them up, and I don't know what I would do. Dude, we had some kids in our neighborhood who were terrorizers, and I was always definitely the one that was like, ah, we shouldn't do this, yeah, but yeah. I, the adrenaline gets yeah, you. They you called know? us heathen terrorists, and they put us in some weird like uh, newsletter. Oh, really? Yeah, because <laughs> he was so bad. Toilet paper was, an, I thought we were just toilet papering all the time. He got real serious. Yeah. Yeah, he's a dick. That's so Of course, he works good. for the government now. Does he really? We were. He's a Coast Guard and something else. He's the reason I stopped hanging out with him is because what he did later in life when I wasn't friends with him, he asked me to be in his wedding. I said no. And then two days before the wedding, he goes, Hey, are you coming down? Do you got your tux? I go, Man, you're dumb. <laughs> I said, <"You're> dumb. <laughs> I was a weirdo. You didn't show up. I told him no from the beginning. Damn. It wasn't oh, we were, dude, terrorizers forever. John Willingham, terrorizers right, for life, dude. Yeah. He's just like middle of his wedding. He's like, chaos. He just fucking. Yeah. I mean, he his wife with a brick. Trying to get everybody that was friends with him in ninth grade to be in his wedding. And, you know, That's I was 25 strange. at the time. Yeah. yeah. But anyways. That's a peaked in middle school kid. Yeah. Peaked. Damn. Peak peaked. Well. Damn. It's about that time, boys. Yeah, it's a shorter episode, but I know you got to get out of here. I mean, sorry about that. No, Thanks no for worries. Having no, me. no um, worries, man. The other time was better, but I hope I didn't jam you up right no, now. No, this was good. This All was right. good. What? We this were, was yeah, fun. Yeah, no, cool. Was I fun. loved it. I love being on. Tell the people where they can find you, where they can see you. In three weeks, yeah. Uh, yeah. This will be, yeah, three weeks. Yeah, uh, I'll be in uh, Cincinnati and Columbus, May 26th, 27th with Robert Kelly. Um, I got my monthly show at Laugh Factor called Dopamine, and I'm filming a special. August. Oh, hell yeah, oh, dude. Damn. Nice. Where are you filming it? Grand Rapids, Michigan at the listening room because it's a tight cool. room and um, I'm going to do that and see what happens. Hell yeah. Try to do good 45 and new shit and see what happens. Give, yeah. a, give Aaron a follow on social media. Go see his special if you're in the Grand Rapids area or if you're like two hours outside. Go fucking drive in and see it. Aaron's yeah. a great dude and she's going to give you a fucking, fucking great time, man. Hell the yeah. The best, Ray. Ray was, a, Ray was a good friend. When I got introduced to Ray, I go, this is a good guy. Right good here. guy. And uh, you could find this good guy at Raby Killing him on all social media and check me out every Wednesday here on the fucking Troublemakers podcast, baby. And uh, at Dylan Krasinski on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, and at Troublemakers on all those sites. We post clips four, five, six times a week, so go check those out. Go follow Aaron, and we'll see you next week, baby. Good night. Yeah, yeah. Good night.